Wednesday edition. The Aubrey Marcus Podcast edition. Uh, spoiler alert. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Edition. The uh, hosted by a local beat writer or beat reporter and Mark Tauscher edition. And the I am fascinated by how everyone listened to what Goody said yesterday and some people like Mark Tauscher, Tom Silverstein, hear the end of an era. And then there's other people that still say, no, I still think he's coming back in the end. I don't know. I just look forward to a resolution edition of Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaverdam, ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa smart speaker, and of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay. Alongside Jesse Nelson in the ESPN Madison studios is the Packers Hall of Famer, Mr. End of an Era. It is Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I am not. I don't feel as sad as I did yesterday. Good. Uh, because I think it's still as wishy-washy as it was. I, I haven't changed my mind that the pendulum has swung. Okay. But I don't feel quite like... It's his finale. Thin? How does it when you end those movies? Thin, yeah, thin. I don't feel F-I-M. the same thin as I did yesterday. Why? What's what There's has just, what has changed now? Even if the pendulum it's, remains it changed, one way, but it just feels like it's still quagmiry. Ooh, like, it's word. still like we're in Quagmire City and we're just kind of everybody's got their hands up waiting while we're sinking into the abyss of the Rogers news. We're just and hopefully at some point Aaron will make a decision before we're all under the ground and we're just gasping for air. Wow. Well, isn't that kind of where that's we're some, that's some imagery is there, that buddy. not where we're kind of at. We're all just sitting here and we all because I saw your text and everything else and it's oh, this is. And we're all kind of sick of it, and we're. And Aaron said on his podcast, he doesn't really care. It's time to come back to the flat surface. Let's get out of the quagmire, and let's not. And it's easy to say, hey, but how do we do, do that? Well, don't why? I look at it completely opposite of you. Okay, in the regards of this is super interesting and entertaining. Is it frustrating? But for us, in our livelihoods, you can't ask for it better. What are we talking about? Why are we acting like we're in the steel mill, like plowing through and getting all the all right. iron well, for, ore? For, wait, no, wait. First of all, yeah, uh, I don't feel like that about this show. I feel like that about listening to 90 That's minutes of point. Aubrey Marcus yep. and Aaron Rodgers. That, was, that is difficult. That's and I know you're not going to listen to it I'm in not. its entirety. No. no, I'll take the clips. Okay, yeah. which is fine. That's all. And 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 my question that no one can answer for me because look, regardless of 
you know, what we're talking about, I care very deeply about this show. I'm extremely proud of what we do. It is not the most important thing in the world. I get that, but I think we entertain. I think we educate. I think we have fun. But I do wonder, like our friend John Wesley, when he's not, you know, a villain in a small town with a double-deuce bar, you know, I think there are people that do have the fatigue that they're like, you know what, I'll just listen to Symphony Hall on Sirius XM while I drive. And I do worry that too much Rogers means actually fewer people listen to us than they would if we were just having a regular off season. I don't know. I don't have the numbers to back that up. I'm just saying that sometimes it feels like a lot. Yesterday, we had I mean, Goody talked. That was mm-hmm. one million percent legitimate. Today, when this Aubrey Marcus podcast has dropped, again, totally legitimate. We would be derelict in our duty if we didn't talk about these things. But there are times when it feels like, I feel like I've said this already. I feel like we've talked about this. And and he, I, I don't know about anybody else. I did not go into listening to, and I, I listened to bits and pieces. I tried to fast forward because there were some parts that I just, did, did not find really, Did he not mention your name? Did he say a local beat? Local guy? beat reporter. Yeah. Oh, what a slap to the face! I don't. I. I. I was. I was texting with Alex Strofe about this. I don't know if I feel better no, or you feel, worse. You feel worse. No, I'm not sure because nah. if he calls you out by name, then I'm getting all kinds of grief, and I think it's better because if you don't know me and you don't listen to our show, you have no idea who he's talking Packer about, which is fans, fine to me. Listen, the Packer fans that you care about, you don't care about uh, the surfer dude <laughs> out in Malibu <laughs> that doesn't know anything about the Packers and is only interested in the Aaron Rodgers experience from uh, darkness caves and everything else. They know. And I don't understand why he would say that. I was more, I'll be honest, I, when I got a tweet about it. I think it, I'm going to be offended for you if you're thank not you. Be. You you do that. I appreciate Are that. Are you really not irritated by I'm that? Not, I'm not. Jesse? But I, I, I'm not, and let me tell you why. Okay. Because what I was really worried about, because as I, I, I had just started to watch it, and then I saw a tweet from the Packers outsider, who I believe is angling to take Derek's gig. Are you sure that's not Derek trying to get another silo? Could be. No. Could be. Um, but he, 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 the person was congratulating me on being referenced on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Here's where my mind went. So I told you guys this last week or two weeks ago that I had texted him and expressed my concern about his well-being, about being that long with deprivation of your senses and everything else. And so we went back and forth, and as is my policy, I don't say anything about what he wrote. But I was a little worried that it was in reference to that and that then he was going to be poo-pooing me for being worried about something that I clearly don't understand and that kind of thing. And so when it was just a reference to the old Tuesdays with Aaron and I didn't get referenced by name, that was actually a relief to me. He should have referenced you. He should have. Doesn't bother me. It really doesn't. What does bother me? It doesn't bother me either. Thanks. But I want want it to bother Jesse. It bothers Somebody's me. Somebody's got to be bothered. I want us to get some credit for it. That was a lot of 
A lot of good stuff back in the day from Tuesdays with Air. We should... You can find it all on Wisconsin On Demand yeah, if you want to go, go back into all the right, old so days. What did you glean? You I don't, I, I, you had Strophy and uh, Joshy. Jesse of, course didn't, Jesse, of course, didn't listen to any of it. Big Cat, everybody else. What did we glean? Did He did not make – he's not making a decision on the Aubrey Matthews podcast. Is uh, he? I can I, – I, Jesse Is it has, Aubrey Matthews? Is uh, that Marcus? Aubrey, oh, Aubrey Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aubrey Pleasant. How many more? Aubrey Huff. How many other Aubreys do we have in the world of of sports? Um, So Jesse has one of the clips that, and this is, you know all the times you sarcastically say to me, thank you for your service? I would like to publicly say a wholehearted, 1,000% authentic thank you for your service to Josh Big Cat DiMaggio and Alex Stroll. You know what, though? Big Cat does a nice job. I Big Cat's one of he's got a little masochist in him. He loves to be able to complain and be you know irritated about yes, stuff. Yes, he's definitely he acts miserable. Like he doesn't like it, but then he'll do these. He'll find the stuff that is like way out there. He'll be like, what the hell are you even listening to that for? And I don't think it's as painful for Big Cat as he maybe lets us believe. You I think don't. he kind of you think he kind of I enjoys the pain a little bit. I yeah. do. Okay. Well, uh, we will get to some of the other clips that they have dutifully clipped from the Aubrey Pleasant Huff Marcus podcast. But here is the takeaway, which, Jesse, unless I'm wrong, the takeaway is there is no takeaway. You're going to have to keep waiting because I'm not announcing anything on this here program. Is that correct? Uh, that, that's pretty much correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here he is with Aubrey Marcus. There's a finality to the decision, and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, they're going to be in a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. But this is my life. It's important to me. And I'll make a decision soon enough, and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. All right. In the infancy of this program, we used to have the Tausch translator. Oh, here's what was said in the locker room. Here's what a coach said. Tausch, tra- put your translator I still enjoy that segment. We just don't do it as much. We should do it more. I do enjoy that. Uh, this one doesn't feel like there's a lot of uh, translation necessary. I feel like Is that he right? kind of wants you to think that he's retiring. That's the vibe I got from that. It kind of feels like there's a finality to it. And the part I don't understand... Aaron does a lot of things now that I'm confused by, and that's all right. He's obviously evolved, and he's a different cat than he was. Mm -hmm. I don't understand because on McAfee, he went into, I'm not going into the cave to find if I'm going to play football or not. And then yesterday with this Aubrey Matthews, that's exactly what he's saying. He did. He, He does this a lot. And I don't know why he does that. I, I just that's the part I'm confused by. It's like he's trying to really I don't know what the right word I'm looking for. I think he's searching really hard. Yeah, for who he is. Yeah. I agree with that assessment. And the football component is what because let's be honest, let's say he retires. Let's say he comes out and says I'm retiring. Nobody's going to believe he retires until it's October. To me, he could say he's retiring 
I ain't buying it. Okay. I don't know if everybody else you could tell, and obviously his word is bound and everything. Else. It's easy to retire in March. It's not easy to retire when it's September and you have checks that are coming. So that's the part that it won't matter to me if he does say he's retiring. I'm not buying it, and I'll be proven wrong, and that's fine. Uh, what I don't, I just, I just don't understand. Is he really torn? Is that really what this is, or is this about? Leverage is he playing chess or is this just straight up who he is and he is really searching? I never would have thought it. Maybe it is he's really searching because he wants an identity outside of football badly. All of us do, and it's hard to do. And for him, it's extra hard because this is what drives this is why everybody is. Will you be interested in a year in Aaron Rodgers on Aubrey Matthews if? He ain't playing football? Marcus. The answer is no. You're not going to be. Right. Uh-huh. You're, You're going right. to be interested in Jordan Love. Yeah. And people move on quickly. And especially in today's digital age, you move on like that. So I don't know. I think he is just really searching for what he's looking to do with the rest of his life. And I think he understands how vital football is to be able to do everything else, but he wants to have that other thing. He doesn't want to be just a football player, and all of us understand that. It is a hard thing to deal with, but that's where he's at, and I don't know. I think he probably is more indecisive than people think, mm-hmm. but I still think he's playing football. Uh, I agree. So here's the thing, and, and to your point about not – being a football player anymore and wanting to have this identity. You've obviously gone through that on a lower scale than what a uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback will go through. For sure. But I feel like at this point now, you're comfortable in your own retirement and your own skin and what you do with your life. Not and- retirement. I got, and I want to, I want to, Jesse, put this down. It's not retirement, it's rewirement. I stole that from a friend of mine, and I'm gonna. I want to get that on T-shirts. You don't retire; you rewire. Wow, I like that. Yeah, I want to make sure that gets. If I put that into the public sphere now, I do. I have first right to patent and or copyright. If you stole it from your works. friend, I did. Yeah. So doesn't he or she? Have it's a she. Yeah, first I right. It's. Uh, I love it though, and that's you have to get that mindset. Do, when you say retirement, you think I'm down at the villages throwing shuffleboard. Right. Or now pickleball. So and you, I do play pickleball. Do you have <laughs> rewirement also parties fair. or retirement parties? Well, if you retire when you're 70 and you plan on retiring, then you have retirement parties. If you are going on and doing more things at the age of 30, you're rewiring. Mm-hmm. Okay? Rerouting. Re- re- so write rotting. that down. We're yeah. going to T-shirt that up because I think it's a great quote. I'm still waiting for a new Wildey Attach T-shirt, so let me know uh, how the rewiring well, the T-shirts today. Go. Maybe I'll prod a little bit. We'll get some new T-shirts out there. All right. So what I wanted to ask, though, is, you know, you look at, I don't know, Charles Barkley, right? His his basketball career long since over, second act, but it's still NBA adjacent, mm-hmm. right? And so if Aaron Rodgers truly is going to do something totally different, he said he's not going to coach, he said he's not going to do media, he's not going to be an announcer. Let me tell you a little something. He's going to do media, well, whether and, or not he likes it or not. He and will. my point is is that 
people really won't give as much of a hoot. They will not. I can assure you. Because let's be honest, uh, obviously there were some controversial things that he has done, and I'm not interested in him coming after us, allegedly. But how much interest is there in Brett Favre if he's not doing something to garner people's attention? How much attention is there? Jason, if he doesn't do those hits, you know, he'd come on with us, he'd go on SiriusXM, he would be down at his farm and nobody would give two rips. Correct. That's it. The people right. are still, people still, if he's out at a shopping mall, if he comes into town, people are excited because of what he did as a Green Bay Packer. Sure. But nobody cares. Like, that's what I keep trying to tell you guys, and, and you get a lot of pushback. There's still people that really... Uh, the support and everything else is, especially in Green Bay and the state of Wisconsin, it's awesome. But it changes. Like, it just does. Everybody's obviously going to be more interested in current players that are affecting their watching and everything else. That's just human nature. Aaron Rodgers is going to go through that. And he has the platform and the uh, notoriety to not have to, but he has to choose that. And he's trying to choose both. You can't. That's the kind of stuff he's dealing with right now. Right. And that's my point, is that even with his greatness, even if he starts doing uh, his own, like, astrology, ayahuasca podcast, etc., the bottom line is there's not going to be an interest. There's just not. There is when he wants there to be. Correct. And so we continue to wait. But again, he says he's not being a diva. He's going through this process. Well, to you e- can't really say you're not being a diva. That's not your decision. It's like you can't give yourself a nickname. Plenty of people think he's being a diva. Now, just because he says he's not doesn't mean he's not. I mean, I uh, can say, boy, I am very thin and good looking. That's great. I can feel that way. That doesn't mean that's the reality of the situation. Well, I will say this. I will say this. Forget about LabCorp for a second. Okay. Uh, Sydney and I were driving home on 172. We went to the driveway, which is a great facility where you can work on your game as a basketball player. And at the opposite end of 172, looking handsome and svelte, and on the electronic billboard. Oh, is that billboard still up? So that at is one fantastic end, news. At one end of 172, the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin billboard is Jeff Levering and Gina Della. Uh, but at the other end, that's the one that's just a, a, the photo. Yep. But the other end Old on T? the electronic billboard, part of the rotation. Old T. Old T uh, in his red pullover. Old T, I love it. I'm nervous. It's March 1st. Oh, you no. guys know there's a process with Pella. Really felt like really felt like I was in a good place I wish with the it was March. I wish it was February 29th I, or February of, 30th. Part of my moving the calendar was based around Pella, just so you know, because I felt so comfortable <laughs> with it. But we're back, baby. Make this previous winter the last time that you give your windows the old saran wrap insulation treatment. I remember that back in the old days when my mom and dad, we didn't have Pella windows and doors back in the old. We'd get them, and then I'd see my mom grab, like, Reynolds wrap or the saran and put it up on the windows to keep the cold there and the money staying in the house. I'd be like, what are you doing, Ma? Let's get Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin. Call Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin today. The beauty 
of getting new windows and doors from Pella is that they're able to customize to match your unique home decor. They'll paint. They'll stain. They'll leave it bare. Whatever you decide that looks best. But right now, you can get zero percent financing for up to four years and everybody knows how vital that is with all of the interest rates and everything else right now certain restrictions do apply this offer ends in 31 days as far as we know it might end up being 40 because the calendar might be switching visit pellawi.com today we'll talk a little bit more about what aaron Rodgers said on the aubrey matthews marcus so just so I know, it's Aubrey Marcus. Marcus, yeah, yes. like Marcus Theaters. I'm confused. Then, so do we know the backstory of how Aaron and Aubrey became tight? Uh, I believe they both are plant medicine and alternative medicine enthusiasts. Also, it's sort of like what Costanza did when he was supposed to get that tonsillectomy. Yes, it's Tor Lechner, I believe, was the name of the doctor, played by the guy. Who is Needle Nose Ned, Ned the Head, Ned Ryerson in Groundhog Day, and well, this feels like Groundhog Day. It what all comes a transition. Together. Oh, world class transition. More next, it's Wildey and Tausch. You're listening to Wildey and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. There's a finality to the decision, and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. Look, I'm answering questions about it because I get asked about it. Um, I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. But this is my life. It's important to me, and I'll make a decision soon enough, and then we'll go down that road and be really excited about it. That is Aaron Rodgers. Do we need to improve our microphones? He's got good mics. Do I need to talk differently? Am I am I doing something wrong? Do I just not have a podcast voice? Somebody texted in that Rodgers sounded depressed in the entire interview. He just got out of a darkness cave. Well, wouldn't you be in a, a better mood because you've seen the light? Uh... I have not found, I will never find that out, so I don't know. That is Aaron Rodgers on the Aubrey Marcus podcast, which dropped this morning. It is 101 minutes. Are you going to listen to the whole thing? Yes. I like that. Am I going to like it? Do no. you learn anything? Mm-hmm. Do you learn anything when you're listening to that? Look, uh, does it I'll, make you want to get enlightened? I'll, I'll, no. Uh, it does not. I'll, all kidding aside, uh, I try to be open-minded, believe it or not. In fact, um, our our buddy Adam Burrish and I had a conversation, former Badgers hockey player, as I'm trying to figure some things out to help Paula with her uh, post-cancer medicine joint pain. And so we talked about CBD, and he was awesome. Like, he was super helpful. And I, learned, I, I am open to other ideas. It's not that I'm completely closed-minded. Now, that said, some of the stuff they talk about is just not stuff that I'm interested in. And that I do think is a little out there and weird, meaning Rogers and Marcus and... 
McAfee and everybody else. I also find myself wondering, and you know this guy better than I do, what do you think A.J. Hawk sometimes thinks when his old friend Aaron Rodgers is talking about some of this stuff? Because A.J. Hawk seems a lot like you. Down to earth, kind of a, for lack of a better term, normal guy. And I watch his face when some of the conversation turns on McAfee, and I'm wondering what's going through his head. Uh, Yeah, I think he wants to be a supportive friend, but also very skeptical of what he's up to. But I think AJ is more about being supportive. Sure. And again, he does ask, he asks the questions that we actually want to hear. No doubt. So I, I, I think it's mostly from his perspective. Probably curiosity, trying to understand and then be supportive while not having to agree with any of it. That's the vibe I get. Sure. And I would and I would I would add that you can be supportive of someone while also challenging them and asking them questions and questioning uh, the level to which they understand what they're getting themselves into, etc. That would be my opinion. Now, to answer your question, I will listen to it, I will do it with an open mind. Um, I don't like darkness, and I don't like being alone. Not that I can't be alone, like Jerry Maguire. I just don't enjoy that. I like people. I like, regardless of being in my basement, I like conversing with people. Darkness retreats are not my bag. But I will listen to it. Some of it I will roll my eyes. Some of it I'll say, God, I really wish I could fast forward. But I will listen to it after we're done in its entirety. Do you I gotta listen start to it on like it. on 1.25 or 1.5 speeds? Well, I actually have to do it the opposite because if it's something I need to transcribe for a well, state journal then story. Then you stop it and you do it. But as it's going on and when they're talking about Lord knows what, I always listen to podcasts on 1.25. Really? Yeah. So it's like a Elvin and the Chipmunks no, podcast? No, it's not that fast, but it's quicker. So it's zzz instead of... Do we have that on Wisconsin On Demand? Yeah, I go 1.25 on ours when I listen, which is every day. <laughs> Study the film. And Gina Della from Pella has a great new deal. You should check it out on Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Um, so I'm supposed to be reading something else right now. And that is a quote from Goody at the end of his session with the Wisconsin media that really, really got my attention because it was almost like you and him were in simpatico. Like what you were talking about yesterday, somebody was asking him about it. And his answer was pretty revealing. We'll get to it. After Tausch tells us that a wise man once told him to chill. Chill, and you know when it's chill time for me, it's Coors Light Brew to the three-step cold process, cold lagered, cold filtered, and it is cold packaged, so it is made to chill. Born in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. In 1978, Coors Light is refreshing. It is crisp. It is only 102 calories. That's why it is Coors Light in my head when I need a moment to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I know not everyone enjoys reading on the radio with Jason Wilde, but this one you'll want to hear. You'll hear it next. It's Wilde and Tausch. Oh, snap! Wilde and Tausch trivia contestants are competing to win crispy, fresh, delicious snacks from Oh, Snap Pickling Company. When not just any snack will do, experience Oh, Snap Pickled Veggies. 
Oh, snap! Time for reading on the radio. It's your favorite. I do love it. But I think you'll find this interesting. So at the end of his session with the Wisconsin-based media crew yesterday at the NFL Scouting Combine, uh, Brian Gutekunst was asked, do you wish this Aaron Rodgers situation was just your decision and your decision alone? Great question. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It's not just, well, Aaron Rodgers obviously is deciding, and then that'll influence what the Packers decide. It's also, hey, man, you ain't in charge entirely, like Ron Wolf and Ted Thompson, who earlier in your conversation with the reporters you referenced because you're old school because you learned from both of them. That's not how things are set up in Green Bay, Wisconsin these days. The team president and CEO has changed the structure. He did it when he offered you the job, and you didn't necessarily know that when you interviewed for the job. So here is Goody's answer, which, again, we don't have the recording, thanks to Rob Domofsky and Matt Schneidman and Bill Huber for sending me the transcript. But here's how Goody answered that question. He said, well, I think, again... He did not say yeah, by the way, which I know is his verbal tick. Variables that you can't control. I certainly wasn't going to turn this job down just because of the way Mark was changing things. But quite frankly, as we've gone through, I really don't feel, for the most part, it's been much different. Hmm. The communication's probably been different. How we communicate as a staff between Mark and Russ and Matt and I. But as far as the personnel decisions and where we're going with this football team, I don't know if it's drastically changed all that much. Mark gives us a lot of freedom. Gives us a lot of responsibility as well. But it gives us a lot of freedom to do the job that we need to do. And it's really been a good working relationship between all of us. There's been some tough decisions and tough discussions along the way, but at the same time, I've never felt hamstrung to make the decisions I've needed to do for the football team by Mark or anybody else. Tausch? You believe that? Uh, I mean, I hope to believe it, and I. but I don't think there's anyone that's in a decision-making process that is at the top of the food chain that wants to they want to get input they want to have a bunch of smart people around them but they don't want to have to defer monster decisions that affect Mm -hmm. their job status you always hear you know what if i'm going to go down i want to go down doing it my way frankie sinatra goody's not in a frankie sinatra situation and I Sammy still don't Davis? know if he is in the point where he wants to move on and Mark Murphy doesn't want to. I don't know how that plays. I know what Goody said, and I know what he believes, but this isn't, 
uh, we really got a young guard coming up that we think can take over for Josh Sitton. We're going to get rid of him. Right. That's different. That's all personnel. This is much bigger than that. And every general manager you know would love to be able to make that decision. And I hope that Mark Murphy stays out of it and lets him. But, again, this is such a big decision that you don't know. So I, he was telling you that he wishes it was that way. It's not. He's dealing with it. And for the most part, I think things have went okay. But when you lose right. and when you have these big decisions looming, it makes it much more scrutinized as far as that process goes. And I've never heard Emeril Lagassier or Guy Fieri or any say, you know what I need? I need someone else to come in here and finish cooking this for me. They want to finish. They're the chefs. They want to do it. They want to get their groceries. They want to make their dinner. They want to serve the dinner. They don't want it to be, oh, I just made this great bolognese. Well, Mark Murphy comes in and says, well, I really want an Alfredo. But yeah, but I just put all this time in and all this resources into making a bolognese. <laughs> and now you want Alfredo? Well, LaFleur wants Alfredo. Coaching staff wants Alfredo. Well, it's just you that wants the bolognese. I don't care how much time you Nobody's going to eat it. It's kind of where we're at. Brian Gutekunst wants to serve his bolognese. Um, you you took a victory lap yesterday for whatever your uh, I can't even remember what it was, but it wasn't oh, the nearly pirate as... ship. No, the pirate the, ship's gold. Pirate uh, pendulum. It's booty. The pendulum. Booty-licious. Yeah, no. This was good. This was very good. So here's the problem. Uh, it's easy to say that you haven't had a lot of, you know, difficulty and it ha- you haven't felt hamstrung, but this is the biggest decision. The for the organization is facing. Uh, yeah. So that's different. It's... And so, and and let's see. I there is part of me again. Whatever happens, happens. I'm not rooting for anything. But the most interesting scenario that I am intrigued by is Aaron Rodgers saying, "I don't want to leave you guys. I want to make this I've work." I've seen the light. I know what I need to do. To I need win. it. I get it. You need me to do more. I'll do it. Do you think the Packers will trust him if he says that? Well, where are you without trust, Tausch? You got to trust, right? You got to give people the opportunity to live up to your trust. And then if they disappoint you've, you, then you got to deal with it. You've had eighteen years. You know what he's about. And you got the last three or four years where things well, have shifted a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like I, you were his teammate for a good chunk of those. I mean, you could trust him. For sure. Yeah, maybe he would take a shot at, at Mike and whatever else. Sure. I don't, and I'm not predicting that all the um, passive-aggressive shots at his bosses will f- cease. But I think he's a reasonable guy that you could say to him, because it was interesting, our poll question that we put in the field, right, yesterday, which is, by the way, almost at 3,000 votes now. But what what did you want as the as the Packers move forward at quarterback? Unfettered Rodgers, uh, guard railed Rodgers, or the love train? And I saw a couple of people say that they laughed at option two, 
that anyone thinks that there could be guardrails with Rodgers. And I would push back on that and say, I think he's a logical, reasonable guy. Yes, he's got, he espouses some ideas that I don't necessarily agree with or espouse myself. But if you calmly and reasonably explain to him your reasoning and your thought process and why you feel like you need more than three days of commitment to the offseason program, do we really think he's that unreasonable that he would say, forget you guys, I still need to go to Hawaii, the hell with you? Do we think that now? Because if we do, then they're right and I'm wrong. I would like to believe that he could still be reasoned with, and you could say, look, you can still take your vacations when you need to, but we really need you here. And I know there's nobody more competitive than you, Aaron, and we really believe that from a competitive standpoint, this would make a difference for us. Well, can you give this to us? Well, if Aaron believes that it does, and we've seen his commentary both in uh, after the lockout of 2011 that he basically wanted to debunk that and what we've seen the last two or three years, you would think that Aaron would look at it and say, I'm not coming off an MVP season. I have young players. We need to grow faster. We need to get our chemistry up, and this is the only way to do it. I would hope that he would be open to those conversations. But I think he's at the point in his life at 39 that he has his way of doing things. Is that going to mesh? That's what Goody was talking about yesterday. Is that going to fit? Is that going to make sense moving forward for both parties? The best interest of the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I still believe it's in the best interest for Aaron Rodgers. Packer fans have asked, is it in the best interest of them? to pay $60 million to do it. He will have to. I thought the Tom Silverstein piece this morning was great. Read the whole thing. I thought it was wonderfully written. You're welcome. I tend to agree with a lot of what Tom had to say there Mm -hmm. in the fact that you're going to have to sacrifice, not give money back, but you're going to have to do some things and give a finality to this is your last season here. Because then that will maybe alleviate a little of the angst Jordan Love has. You have to do this. You'll have to be here. There will be guardrails or parameters in place for Aaron to help this organization move forward. Is he more interested in that or most interested in himself? That is where the rubber is going to hit the road when these conversations, hopefully sooner rather than later, inevitably happen. So uh, if you haven't read it, it's at PackersNews.com, and Spoon basically argues that reading between the lines, like Tausch did, that it was them saying they want to move on. Um, I would counter that and say he hedges in the second half of his column, like any good beat reporter would, like myself, and points out what you just said, which is maybe it's him coming back with certain parameters put in place. I I can't imagine Aaron saying, I'm only playing one more year, this is it. I, I just yeah. don't envision that. I think that is going to be a component if they get to that point. That will be something because you believe Jordan Love can be a quarterback, a starter in this league for you. You're going to have to give him some assurances too, and not only in the financial part of it, but also moving this forward with Aaron Rodgers because who's to say – do they want to go through this again next year? The answer is no, they don't. I just, 
I can't say anything definitively. And you gave me a hard time about it yesterday. But even someone who tried to write something definitive and who is well-respected still hedged. Because I do think that it's still up in the air. It is up in the air, but that air, it has swung. It has swung. There like is, a pirate ship. There is your first. There is your first time, and this is the part of Tom's article I really thought was interesting. And I mentioned it yesterday. The first time publicly from the horse's mouth, you heard options on the table. You heard. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. We weren't begging. There wasn't the groveling effect of please come back we need you there was none of that that was the difference you are right about that we'll talk a little bit more about this and then shift gears as the packers clear some salary cap space so they can surround jordan love with more talent next season it's wildy and tausch you're listening to wildy and tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. As Aaron Rodgers would call it, current climate where everyone's being canceled and woke and offended. We're all offended. You think I should be offended that he didn't mention me by name? Well, it doesn't seem like you are, so I'm not... I don't think it's offended. I think it's just... uh, You guys spent a lot of time together. We did. Um, So here is the clip to which Tausch was referring you be the judge. You make the call. Here's Aaron Rodgers with Aubrey Marcus. I understand that, you know, much of my life I think has been uh, interesting to people because I have been a little bit of an enigma at times with, uh, you know, trying to keep my private life uh, private because uh, I believed that that was really important and, and I didn't want to work through problems with my family in the public sphere, right. as unfortunately they did at times. Um and so there was this mystery around me. And then I, you know, did uh, kind of a preliminary opening to this with a show with a local beat reporter um, where I was, I think, a little more honest. And people started to go, oh, okay, this guy's, you know, interesting. He's starting to talk about some stuff. And then um, obviously the McAfee show has showed a different side of me. And mm-hmm. talking about with you last summer about uh, plant medicine, I think was. Um, a great opportunity to talk about the things that are important to me. So? That's not a big deal. Okay, good. I also, all due respect, those guys are far more uh, accomplished, successful, whatever you want to call them, compared to me. Um, What we did is very different than what he's doing with Aubrey Marcus in this podcast and what he does with McAfee. It's very different. Uh, I'm glad he got to show some of his personality back then. 
Um, so are you still are you glad that he's showing his personality now, even though you don't maybe don't like it? Um, I think that there's a responsibility that comes with being uh, at his level, and I think sometimes uh, he um, speaks in a manner that he thinks he's authoritative on subjects on which I'm not sure he always is. He certainly has his truth, as he likes to call it. Um, but if he was doing what he's doing now and doing with it with me, um, I would have to do a lot more preparation for Tuesdays, and I would definitely push back on some of the things that he says. I would not give him an open forum. Um, I think there are times as an interviewer where you're required to ask follow-up questions, as I have learned the hard way. That said, I am glad that he, for better or for worse in some instances, is more open and people get to feel like they know him better. Because he was, Tausch, and you know this from your time as his teammate, I don't know what he was like with you guys in the locker room, but publicly, I'll never forget him getting engaged to Destiny Newton and the TV broadcast on ESPN showing uh, her engagement ring, which you could see from uh, space, and him not wanting to discuss that and pretending that that didn't happen because he was very committed to keeping his private life private and his public life public. And now, you know, it was a couple of years ago, he wins the MVP and he announces he's gotten engaged during his acceptance speech. So there has been a change. But I appreciate the parts of his life that he does share and then the ones that he shares that I'm not on board with. It's his life. He gets to talk about whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. All right. You like this Tom Silverstein piece written by a local beat reporter. I do. And I'm going to read a couple of clips from it to kick off the 10 o'clock hour. So people have a little bit better idea if they haven't read it. It is on PackersNews.com if you'd like to read it before we talk about it. But I'll share a couple of the highlights from it because it is really well done by Tom Silverstein. Um, But there are also some parts where he does point out that things could go a different direction than it seemed to go yesterday, which is almost like the column encapsulates Tausch's and my back and forth. Some dreaming fearlessly about what might be happening next. Others ensuring carefully that we cover all of our bases in the conversation. If you're looking for a little less drama than what's going on up in Green Bay, Brewers fans, American Family Insurance wants to give you and three guests the chance to win the ultimate game day experience at the April 3rd. Not the March, what did you say, 36th. April 3rd home opener, which is a tough ticket to get to kick off the Brewers 2023 season. This all-inclusive prize will include a travel stipend, field-level tickets, an ex-golf reservation with food and beverage, a private meet-and-greet, allegedly, potentially a hug with Bernie Brewer and much more. Enter today at AmFam.com slash Brewers. That's AmFam.com slash Brewers. No purchases necessary. Must be 18 to enter. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. The 10 o'clock hour kicks off in two minutes. It's Wildey and Tausch.